Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody, and welcome, finally, to Violet Reiki Radio. I apologize for 
the 15-20 minutes lost this evening, but we did have some technical difficulties here in the studio, and we could not connect. But here we are. We are connected. And I would like to thank, first and foremost, the founders of the SACA Network, who are here with me this evening, for giving me this wonderful opportunity to bring this show to the public each week, where we will be talking about Reiki and all things surrounding Reiki, its discovery roots, the practice, and more. We also discussed many things that were topics of interest to the founder of Reiki, Mikao Sui. And um, so we have people from all walks of life. We have um, doctors, we have authors, we have uh, metaphysical practitioners, we have, um, oh God, you name it, we have it, other Reiki masters, other Reiki practitioners, and uh, it's quite interesting. Although that being said, I want to forewarn everyone, Violet Reiki Radio is going on a summertime hiatus. And we will not be here during the month of July and the first two weeks of August. So we'll be back on August 15th. And until then, we wish and hope that everyone has a lovely summer and enjoys some time off and enjoys some time doing, practicing, having some Reiki. Reiki is universal life force energy. It is an intelligent energy of love and wholeness. It understands the cause of problems and what healing is necessary. Reiki energy has a wisdom of its own, healing and balancing all aspects of a person's mind, body, emotions, and spirit. Reiki is a blessing, an instantaneously conferred sacred potential for healing, protection, personal and spiritual development. All of you know me, my name is Rose Jimenez, and I am the owner and founder of Violet Rose Reiki. You can find me on Facebook as Violet Rose. You can also visit my website, which is violetrosereiki.com. And if you have any questions about Reiki, feel free to email me at rose at violetrosereiki.com. You can also visit a page I have on Facebook, which was developed almost three years ago. The page is called Reiki Ward. And the page was developed for the purpose of global distance healing for free, making it accessible to everyone all over the globe for themselves, family, friends, um, whoever, and also animals. We perform animal Reiki. And Reiki Ward does two to three rounds of healing every day at a minimum. And we also place those requests on our healing crystal grid for 24-7 energy work and healing. So feel free to place a uh, request on Reiki Ward for distance Reiki healing. I'm going to take a brief break and we'll be right back.
Okay, a little breathing breather break so that we're all nice and calm and uh, in a good space. Certainly because I wasn't the first 20 minutes of the show. <laughs> but I am proud to say that we have on the line tonight's guest, Tiffany Schneider-Hunter, and she is the co-founder of Healing for People in California, and she has been studying healing and energy for over 27 years, and um, I will bring her on so she can tell us exactly what she does and what Healing for People is all about and what they do over there. So without further ado of any kind, Tiffany, good evening. (laughs) Good evening, Rose. It's so nice to be here. Thank you. So nice to have you, Universe Willing. <laughs> and technology. Universe and te- technology. <laughs> right. And technology. <laughs> um, so give us a little, um, well, you know, what? I always ask my guests, how did you come to do what you're doing and where you are right now, Tiffany? Well, I came here through a fairly traditional route. Uh, my academic training is in research psychology, and I had a specialty in the creation of research studies that investigated the effectiveness of, tre- of treatment. So I was very much interested in what works, how do you know it works, how do you know you're doing what you think you're doing, and are you getting good results from it? And through that, I also worked with a residential unit with children that were placed in the foster care that had experienced some very extreme abuse and neglect. And really, you put all those two things together, and what you begin to, I began to understand, at least, was that to get full, the fullest results and the most permanent, uh, tr- uh, the most permanent results possible, you really need to be thinking about the energy anatomy and how that energy anatomy has been compromised by the person's experience and what we can do about it. And through that work and that love and that curiosity, I found Reiki as well as all the other energy vibrations that make up energy medicine. You know, it's funny. You remind me of my friend Nina Paul, who wrote the book Reiki for Dummies. Yeah. Because that's kind of, you know, that's kind of how she came into to Reiki. Um, in a different sort, but she was more of your, you know, academic energy study person and then went into Reiki. And I got to say her book, I love Nina as a person and her book is just phenomenal. So, um, so that's yeah, really, go ahead. I, I, believe, I believe Nina was doing epidemiology work. And, and as you said, you know, similarly, when she starts to look at what's happening to the world, <clears throat> and happening with disease and symptoms and stress, and you really begin to look at the solutions, there's really no way that you can avoid the energy medicine aspect of it. Exactly. Exactly. So, give us that being said, you know, we have all these descriptions. What is your definition of energy medicine? Uh, energy medicine is the branch of healthcare that directly addresses the energy anatomy as opposed to the skeletal anatomy or the hormones or, or such like. Uh, energy medicine uses healing vibrations, of which Reiki is one, 
And each of those vibrations has a different consequence and a different effect on that anatomy. Uh, Reiki, for example, addresses the two parts of the anatomy that are most damaged and stressed by our daily living. Uh, other frequencies and vibrations are better for other symptoms because they hit other parts of the energy anatomy. And when so, energy say, medicine. When you say two parts, what parts are you referring to? Uh, the aura and the physical body. Okay. The aura and the physical body being the two that really take the brunt of day to day life shopping, uh, not getting enough sleep, dealing with stressed out colleagues, things like that. Okay, because I was I was going to ask you, you know, when you said the the body, and in Reiki we teach that the aura your is your energetic body, which consists of a physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual body. Hmm. Well, we we see the aura as one energy organ, uh, a little bit like your pancreas. Yeah, so that the aura has a job to do. It has a function. It has an optimal state, and it surrounds and uh, surrounds the body on the whole. And uh, as you say, connected to the chakra system. But separate from other energy anatomy bodies, you know, for example, the astral body. Right. Hmm. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I was I was thinking, you know, they're talking about the fields that make up the aura, and um, there are four fields. So you see that as one, one, one total field, right? Oh goodness! Well, I mean, one in total in the sense that your heart is one one single organ, but of course it's made up of many parts. Yeah, but it but it has a coherence and a functionality to it. Uh, that has an optimal state and has a compromised state. You know, so any part of your aura may be out of balance either with itself or with other with other parts of your body. Uh, and Reiki does an incredibly beautiful job, a very powerful job of repairing rips, repairing tears, uh, and balancing the things that have gotten out of balance during the day. You can't possibly right. hope to get through supermarket shopping without coming out needing a little bit of Reiki. <laughs> supermarket, <laughs> any kind of shopping. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. We, don't, we don't do a lot of that around here. I was talking to a new student uh, today who's had her Reiki attunement now for, I guess, about 12 days. And um, she was talking about how while she's sitting in meetings and normally she's got this narrative in her head of, oh, what am I doing here? These people are crazy. Yeah, yeah, blah, da, 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 da. Uh -huh. But now she can just run a Reiki vibration through her body while she's sitting there and how all of a sudden people don't seem as stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because when you start running that Reiki vibration, you're in a place of total bliss. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very handy tool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it it was it was really lovely to see how her perception of herself and the world was changing uh, because oh, of yeah. the, the the boost and the the balance that she was receiving from the Reiki vibration. Right, right. So, tell me, what do you what do you basically feel that? over at Healing for People, what are the things that you treat most? What are 
the reasons people are coming to you guys saying, I've got this, 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 that. Help me. What? what um, it tends to be listen? things where it, it tends to be things where people aren't getting the answers that they need from traditional healthcare. You know, uh, which which makes sense because if you looked at if, if you if you see a person as a big circle with lots of little slices of the pie, and each part of those slices, uh, different medical healthcare branches look at. Often the missing piece is the, is the energy medicine piece. And so it's going to be things like migraines, uh, fibromyalgia, hormone imbalances, depression, anxiety, sleep disorders, uh, people feeling that they just can't get the next gear in their life and they don't know why and they don't know what's blocking them from it. So mm -hmm. the kinds of things where there's there, – it's kind of um, – where traditional healthcare might really only have med medication to take care of it, or they don't really know what to do about it. Uh, we right. also, at the clinic, we also have a specialty in post-traumatic stress and trauma. That's great. So, yeah, you know, we, I had I had I had gone through post-traumatic stress four times in my life, from 2003 to about 2012, and had no clue, no clue. I knew things were bad. I knew I was stressed out, but it wasn't until I spoke to a colleague of mine, Kathy Lipinski, because of her, um, you know, her study of post-traumatic stress syndrome and, and the, the articles that she had written, getting ready for a, a show on Violet Ricky Radio for post-traumatic stress syndrome, that I realized I had it. <laughs> wow, that's extraordinary. Yeah, I don't know whether it's such a subtle energy or maybe because I do energy work, I don't know. But when I actually literally saw it in front of me in black and white, and this is what PTSD is, I went, oh, my God, I've had this multiple times. So I think it's great that, that you do a lot of work with that. Thank you. Uh, we do. It's it's very powerful work. Um you know, the, the truth is that trauma of any kind, whether or not it's caused from combat or being abused or just a relentless oppressiveness from childhood, mm -hmm. it, that charge gets stored inside the energy anatomy. And, and there's techniques that will help us manage it. But unless you're really getting into the energy anatomy and releasing it, you're managing it rather than actually being free of it. And I think that's a place where energy medicine really shines. And in particular, the work of a man named James Honey, Jim Honey, who's currently working at our clinic, uh, you know, uh, for which we take great pride, because he's really developed, he's developed a technique that allows a person to release the charge in their body without interfering with their memories and to do it at their own pace without any kind of talking at all. It's entirely through the body. And that's a real gift for people that have gone through trauma, to be able to do it that simply and that quickly. Yeah, I really think, I think a lot of people are going through PTSD without knowing it because of a lot of people, like you said, you know, it's not only war, it's not only people who, you know, veterans and people who are coming back from war, it's day-to-day -day happenings, things that traumatize us, and we really don't realize it. So 
it's kind of like, you know, and then you hear people say, oh, you know, just deal with it or just get past it or just move mm-hmm. on. And if you're really suffering from PTSD, there's no just anything. You have to heal it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, what, what you say, I think, is so moving and powerful. Uh, when people come to the clinic, we have everybody feel, because, you know, as I said, my background is research. So I'm very interested in uh, collecting data and being able to look at the results of the work that we're doing and whether or not we're getting results. So everybody that walks in the door fills in a series of some quantitative forms, and one of them is actually a, a post-traumatic stress checklist. And uh-huh. it's... Um, it is truly extraordinary the high incidence of people that score above clinical uh, cutoff, you know, people who actually would be considered. Now, of course, we're not doing a DSM uh, exam and we're not psychologists, so there's a whole other other criteria we're not looking at. But really the numbers of pain and anguish that they're showing through this form and through what they're telling us is extraordinary. And as you say, one of the things that they'll tell us is that on the surface, I have this wonderful life. I don't know why I'm so truly unhappy and why I'm having these reactions. Sometimes yeah. people just don't know. And the incidence no. is much higher than we than we imagine. Well, it was funny because it brings me back memories of when I was in therapy. I was going through a lot of stuff in my life and we had gone my ex husband and I had gone to marriage counseling. That wasn't working. Like something's really wrong here. So I had asked a friend who her counselor was, and I went to him, and I'm sitting in his uh, office one day, and he says to me, you know, you were abused. And I laughed at him. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, I wasn't abused. He said, yes, you were. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Here I am fighting this man. I'm like, oh, no, I know it all. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't abused at all. He says to me, yes, you are. I said, there was no crazy, funny, hanky-panky, sexy you know, crazy stuff going on with me when I was young. I said, there was no physical abuse. Nobody was beating me or my mom or, you know, smacking people upside. None none of that went on. He looked at me, and the next words that came out of his mouth hit me like an arrow. He said, you were emotionally abused. Mm. I fell apart because he hit home. I never thought of it. I did not recognize it. I had no clue. I didn't even know there was such a thing as emotional abuse. And it was like, bam. So I think we're all very unaware of what's going on with our psyches and with everything. Well, because I'm sure you know, for many years, you know, any kind of psycho anything, you know, it was always, you're sick, go to a doctor. Yes, he's an MD. He's a medical doctor. If you were sick in the mind, in the emotions, you know, in the in the spirit psyche area, well, then you were just cuckoo crazy, and you didn't want to go to that kind of doctor because that was a bad stigma. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, I think you make a powerful point. I, you and you also make me think of uh, the lack of uh, available information that people have in order to be able to take care of themselves. And, and, exactly. and Reiki is such a, such a perfect example of that. Uh, one of the things that's really important to us is to talk to people about, you know, the fact that they spend money buying organic food. They make sure that they exercise well. They make sure that they're hydrated. But they're unaware of what their energy anatomy needs to stay energetically healthy. And because of that, they're having symptoms, either mild to severe, and they're not working, they're not, they're not feeling well. 
And that is where, really where Reiki shines. Because as soon as you begin to understand Reiki as a self-care practice and the effect it has on the anatomy and why you need it as a, as a supplement every day and what it can do for you, including protecting yourself from the supermarket, <laughs> <laughs> it becomes you know, a, much, uh, a much more valued thing that I, than I think even people have regard for it now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, now, thank God, now we're all, you know, we're starting to realize that we're, we're, we've got very many components. We're all kind of like diamonds. We have all these facets. We were only focusing on one facet or two facets, but we are multifaceted and we need to take care of our facets to be a whole. <laughs> That that would be a wonderful T-shirt, Rose. Take care of your facets. Take care of your facets. <laughs> Take care of your facets. Yeah. It's it, true. We don't. Yeah, because it's like we're not those little characters. And what the heck was that TV show where they were all like cutouts and they were all walking? They couldn't really move because they were just cutouts. Uh, Cartman was the main character. Right. Oh, show. what was that? I know. I know what you mean. Some uh, an, animated television pro- show, but for adults. Yes. Yes. And South they Park. Would walk, South, South Park. Park. That's it. South Park. You know, that just is cut out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah. you know, to that end, you say facets. You know, and I think we're. I think pretty much, unless you've been living under a rock, which is you know possible, but unless you've been living under a rock, you pretty much understand the mind and the body and how they're connected. And I think the next frontier of where we really need to go in healthcare is, okay, well, we've got the mind, we've got the body. Now, where's the energy? What's happening in the energy anatomy? And so when you ask me what is energy medicine, that is what I mean when I say it's, it's a branch of healthcare focused on the energy anatomy. It's time to bring that into the fold and get as comfortable with that. And as you say, when we, when we first started talking to people about the mind-body connection, uh, people thought we were crazy. And oh, it's yeah. taken a while for even the most traditional person to get comfortable with that. And it's, it's, I would love to see us moving in the next frontier, which is now let's get comfortable with what the energy anatomy is doing and, and how we can take care of that as well. Right. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. It, it's where we're, we're more than just what we think we are, so to speak. You know, I had a guest on the show, I think it was last year, Dr. Larry Dossey. And wow, he, he's wonderful. Isn't he fantastic? Yeah, he's wonderful, yeah. And at that time, his new book was One Mind. And what I love about Dr. Dossey is he's all about body, mind, soul. And he expresses in his books to everyone exactly what that's about and, and that it's real. And again, we're not just cutouts. <laughs> no, that's um, that's not a book I'm familiar with. How is he defining the soul? Oh no, no, I'm saying in his books, in his works, he's all about body, mind, soul, and so you, you, yeah, you cannot you cannot have one without the other because for too many time, too many years, we all just focused on just the body. You know, just mm-hmm. we're all about the body. But, um, no, he has a lot of great books out there. He's got um, Recovering the Soul, Extraordinary mm-hmm. Healing Power, mm-hmm. 
and ordinary but things. I, I, I'm curious about that because my experience is that one of the mistakes that we are making, we being healers and energy practitioners and, and, peop, and, and such ilk, is that I feel that we're alienating uh, a huge percentage of the population. And in many ways, we're speaking to ourselves. And that's a shame because for like, you know, this is about Reiki and Reiki, when, when Dr. Asui, I don't know if I can call him, uh, when Asui created the system of Reiki and right. he brought his own ideas towards it and his own priorities, which was a very spiritual one, um, in that process, which is something that has remained true to the Reiki system since that time, there's been many things that have been added on top of the Reiki vibration. And so if, you, if we can begin to peel some of those things off and get more and more simple and, and really get to the core and the purity of what Reiki is, it's really something very simple. It's a pure energy healing vibration. And once you start looking at that in its purity, and you can start using that in its purity without having to put it in the context of the spiritual system that Asui brought to it, then I feel like we can, that we can reach far more people who are not interested in having their practitioners' ideas about soul or spirit come to the fore. So for me, it's, it's far more powerful for a nutritionist to sit in front of somebody and explain the importance of being well hydrated and why and how it's going to affect them if they're not, that it would be to explain it to them with uh, spirituality attached to it. It would be off-putting to many. And I think that's what's happening with Reiki. You know, to well, see, that, happens, that happens sometimes because a lot of people, and I've seen this through the years, a lot of people confuse spirituality with religion. An atheist is spiritual. He's not religious. He doesn't belong to any one religion because he really doesn't believe in spirituality. He doesn't really believe in religion and what these, you know, organized religions are teaching. But even being an atheist, part of him is spiritual. So a lot of times people, like when the Catholic bishops got involved with Reiki, it was insanity because Reiki has no dogma, holds no dogma, doesn't preach or talk about any kind of religion. People have thrown that on there, not understanding it, but Reiki doesn't, Reiki holds no dogma, therefore no religion. Spirituality, well, there, there are plenty of people who are spiritual. Right, you you can't once you're talking about Reiki as a vibration, a, a healing vibration. You, as you say, you can't put any anything, any dogma that you have attached to that uh, become something you've added, which which is wonderful for many, but off-putting to others. So yeah, as you say, the vibration itself cannot have any dogma attached to it. You know, one right. of, one of my um, favorite. Books, the books that the book that's actually the textbook that we use here. It's a, it's called Understanding Reiki from Self Care to Energy Medicine by a, a woman named China Honey. Uh, and for those of you that are internet people, it's also available uh, as an ebook. And she's a, she, again, we are incredibly lucky to have her here as a practitioner at the moment, and she's one of the co-founders here. And she says something that 
even though she was somebody that came to Reiki uh, later, she completely uh, helped me really understand and embrace Reiki in a way that I hadn't done before and very much changed how I thought about it. And one of the things that she pointed out was we always talk about Reiki as, a, as Japanese, but how can a frequency be Japanese? Well, why they how refer to it as Japanese is because Reiki in and of itself was founded by Hikao Sui, who was Japanese, and it comes out yes. of Japan. That's what the yes. Japanese comes from, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And so the system that he created is gloriously spiritual and absolutely Japanese. And that system that he created um, underneath it all and the core of it is a very simple healing vibration that in and of itself isn't Japanese. It's just here on the planet. You know, it's no more Japanese than electricity or sunlight is. Yeah. Well, for that matter, for that matter, you could say energy is energy, and whoever speaks of energy is one thing. But see, we as Reiki practitioners, Reiki energy work is not Reiki. Yet Reiki is energy work. They're not the same. Yeah. And a lot of times, people people mix them up and think they're the same. They're not. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's, as you say, as soon as you start doing energy work, you've got all sorts of different vibrations you can choose from. Reiki is just one of them. Yeah, there's all kinds of energy work, there's and, all and they, they all yeah. work quite well. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think, you know, looping back, because you and I, you and I, you know, all the tangents that you and I love to go out on, because <laughs> it's fun to talk to. <laughs> looping back, trying to have some coherence here. Right. So what, what you were, what we're saying about how to bring Reiki to more people, yeah, is if we can remember that it's a healing vibration, and then we can bring to it whatever works for us, which for some people will be the Yasui system and for other people will you know, be whatever their orientation is spiritually. And for some people may, will be simply as pragmatic as when I do Reiki, I feel better. Just like when I drink enough water, I feel better because I understand that my energy anatomy needs Reiki. And so I do it because when I don't, things become harder. And, I, and, and for me, that approach and the ability to do that is, is really going to allow many more people to see Reiki as something that's accessible to them and valuable for their health care. Oh, yeah. And I think that a large part, too, is, you know, Reiki is not for everyone. And everybody thinks that, you know, they're what works for them and what's good for them and what they are, uh, you know, what they are drawn to. Um, and what resonates to them does not resonate to everyone. So for those who enjoy Reiki, Reiki might be it. For somebody else, it might be a different kind of energy medicine. Uh, oh, well, it's, you're breaking my heart. Don't say that. <laughs> why? It's the truth. Everybody a Reiki attunement. <laughs> no, no, because Reiki is not really for everybody. I wouldn't say make such a global statement. Um, Reiki in and of itself, I, I find for those who are drawn to Reiki, I can say that um, Dr. Sheldon Feldman is doing a wonderful job. He is like my Reiki champion. And Raven Keys works alongside Dr. Feldman over at Columbia Presbyterian Hospital. They are making groundbreaking Reiki advancements here. 
And I think it's wonderful. And along with many other people, I've seen Reiki in the past 15 years go from that bunch of wackadoodle crazies to, hey, you know, this stuff really works. Mm-hmm. So well, I, think it's, I think it's growing and it's been embraced by many people. And, yeah. Well, and and that's where I want to diverge from you because I think – although I'm in complete agreement with what you're saying, I just want to take it in a different direction because I do feel that Reiki is for everyone. I feel that everybody on the planet that has a human form will benefit from Reiki. And without Reiki, they will be Reiki depleted and that that will cause problems. And that often the experience that people have that they're doing everything right and it's not working is because they're Reiki depleted. But what well, my dear, work. i got to tell you, when you get the Catholics to embrace that, I want to be the first <laughs> one to know. <laughs> Do I get the Nobel Peace Prize for that? Peace Prize for that? But I, I'll tell you what's not for everybody, and, and understandably, which is the system that has, that has been associated with it. And, of course, that's not for everybody, you know, including the Catholics, right? Well, so not, not everybody... Not everybody's mm-hmm. into a fitness routine in the morning. I mean, if you're going to practice Reiki, you're going to be doing self-treatment to yourself every day, twice a day. You're going to be reciting the precepts every day. It's a practice. It's like martial arts. You know, someone goes and they take karate. Well, they're going to practice karate and all of the elements of karate on a daily basis. And you know as well as I do, a lot of people here in the West don't like to practice anything. <laughs> They're like, hi, doctor, I have a pain here. I'm not feeling well here. Give me the pill now. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Just because it will benefit everyone does not mean that everybody has that commitment to their self-care. No, no. Like I said, it's like exercise. Take a walk, you know, 20 minutes a day. How many people do you know who are doing that? (laughs) Right. It's not a one-size-fits-all thing, you know. You're right. Although this, you're right. Although the difference between the walking analogy and the karate analogy is that everybody would benefit, and 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 their body needs some form of movement every day. That doesn't mean you have to have a karate practice. Okay. <laughs> right? yeah. I know that. But then you know, think of these people who get to 500 and 700 pounds, and yeah. they don't do any of that. And it's yourself, you know, and and it's just the mindset is not like that in all people, unfortunately, because a lot of people are out there doing harm to themselves and they don't realize that they don't see it. Yeah. Self-care and feeling good is surprisingly difficult for many people. Yes. That's really yeah. what we need to, to fix in this country. And I think we're yeah. getting there little by little with the different modalities and all of the different services that are available because people are embracing the different healing modalities and, and life-changing and, and um, you know, genuinely uh, healthy and good modalities that would make us better people. And, you know, when you're talking about Reiki, his whole, his whole reason for Reiki was to have people blossom and grow personally and spiritually. In other words, make the body whole. So, and it doesn't have to be Reiki, but the, the mindset should be making our bodies, making ourselves whole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And using whatever yep. we can. Yeah. When, uh, again, I'm a little preoccupied with newbies to Reiki because I've just, I've just done a Reiki attainment. And 
when again I'm speaking, I'm speaking to them today and and one of the things that came up which I was so impressed at the honesty and level of self-awareness that this student had was it makes me feel good, and I'm sort of waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm waiting for, I'm suspiciously waiting for the consequence of feeling this good. As You're my kind of girl, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, you know, I, I, I was so respectful of this student, because, of course, as soon as she said that, the other people on, because we had a conference call, a check-in conference call, all the other students were like, yes, yes, and they could share, and I thought, this is it. This, this is the crux of it. This is right up against it. What does it mean to feel better, and how can we get more comfortable with that instead of the discomfort that people feel as things begin to improve and as it threatens the identity and et cetera, et cetera? Yeah. 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 That's what, that's what I love about the newbies. And, and the funny thing is, though, I see it in the level one classes. We're all like, yeah, I love this. This is great. And then when they come back for level two, I say, okay. Everybody's practicing Reiki, doing self-treatment, and they all, you just look at their eyes, you know, they get that deer in the headlights look like, oh, <laughs> now I have to tell her I'm not, and, yeah. you know, I don't know, but uh, it is And then great. the question has to, be, has to be why, you know, why? Right, right, right. I have yeah, to run because now they're telling me 60 seconds. I'm sorry okay. we got a late start off, but I'm sure I'll have you back. And without the technical, thank you. Without the technical difficulties, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been great. I love talking to you. Thank you so much, yes. Tiffany. God bless you. Thank Good you. luck with the healing for people. And um, what's the website? Quickly. Uh, healingforpeople.com. Healing f o r people.com. And the wonderful book by China Honey is Understanding Reiki from Self Care to Energy Medicine. Great. Thanks a lot, sweetheart. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much thank for being you. here. Good night. And thanks for all you do. Bye-bye. Okay, folks. Violet Reiki Radio. Sorry we got off late tonight, but that was Tiffany. We had a great time with her, and we are taking a hiatus. We need a break for summer. Uh, need to go to the beach. Need to meet people, do things, whatever. And I hope you all will do the same and have a lovely, lovely Reiki summer break. Until August 15th, this is Rose Jimenez saying good night. Oh, my God. I haven't even ended the show yet. I was letting the music play off. <laughs> I don't want... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.